All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I am the Get Fit Guy. These days, I go to the gym two or three times per week, but it wasn't always like that. For years, I never stepped foot in a gym. Are you shocked? Well, don't be. The reason I was able to do that is because I had a decent home gym set up in my not-so-huge apartment, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, when you hear me say the words home gym, well, you likely picture an unfinished basement with storage boxes piled up all around a weight bench or a dusty old treadmill. Or maybe you go the other way and you picture a mansion with a dance studio-sized room that features mirrors on every wall and every exercise device known to man lined neatly up around the perimeter. Well, neither of those versions of a home gym is what I'm envisioning. The style of home gym that I'm a fan of is minimal and affordable, yet entirely functional. Now, if you know me, you will also know that I don't go for the idea that you have to have all the latest, greatest, cutting-edge, and newfangled devices in order to get a decent workout. I know many amazing athletes, like bodyweight and calisthenics master Al Cavadlo, who does the majority of his workouts in playgrounds and parks. Then there's a fellow named Daryl Edwards of primal play fame who shuns gyms altogether and prefers to make his workouts into playtime. So throw away the idea that your home gym needs to be obtrusive and filled with expensive gear. My idea instead is to start with the bare minimum and work from there. Now, before we get into the actual gear, let's find a suitable area of your home to set this thing up. It's definitely not necessary to have one single room in your house that is devoted just to exercise, but it is important to have a location for your fitness equipment to actually live. Now, preferably, that space isn't one of those out-of-sight and out-of-mind spaces as well. So, before deciding which room in the house will house your exercise gear, let's stop to consider a few things, starting with, is there carpet on the floor? You know, carpet obviously is really good at soaking things up, especially things like red wine, am I right? And that means it can quickly become stinky if you're sweating all over it on a daily basis. So I would suggest that you choose a room that is not carpeted and has flooring that can be quickly and easily wiped down after a heavy sweat session. And if that's not possible, well, you may want to invest in some oversized yoga mats or maybe even a tarp that you can pull out before you go and get your sweat on. Now, the next thing to consider is how high is the ceiling? Now, even if you aren't super tall, 
If you want to do workouts that include jumping or hoisting objects over your head, and you don't want to have to wear a helmet during your routine, well, you will want at least one foot of extra space overhead when your arms are fully extended. Now, the next thing to consider is how is the airflow? If you are hitting it hard or the air temperature is high, a hot and stuffy room will make you less likely to want to exercise. Having at least one, hopefully two, windows that open is handy, or at least you can invest in a portable fan that you can point in your general direction. And the final thing to consider is, is the area inobtrusive? Now, for me, my partner is an emergency room nurse, which means that she works pretty weird hours. Now, if I kept my workout gear in the bedroom, this would pose a serious problem for either my workouts or for her sleep. So choosing a location that is both convenient and isolated enough, well, that can be a trick for us small home dwellers, but with a little ingenuity, it is definitely possible. All right, now that we have a location all sorted out, let's look at some gear. If you are a big spender, well, you surely could go and simply just pop into your local sporting goods store and invest $500 or $2,000 in a multi-gym apparatus. And we will talk about that type of stuff in a bit. But as I said before, I do not think that is necessary. If you start minimal and only add pieces of gear as you decide that they are actually necessary, I think you will find, just like I did, that you can cover most of your bases with some smart purchases and some clever alterations. Now here are the tools that I recommend right off the bat. The first thing is a mat of some sort. A standard yoga mat will likely do, although there are thicker options if you happen to be standing on concrete or something else with no give. If you're using the mat to protect your floor or your carpet from your sweat, well, you may want to get an extra large size, but generally the run-of-the-mill exercise or yoga mat is perfect for the job and can be washed easily in the shower. The next piece of gear that I recommend is a stability ball. This is one of those big inflatable balls that you can use for crunches, chest press, squats, sit-ups, and it can even double as your desk chair. You can read about how to use it for things like stability ball planks and knee to chest and stability ball pikes in an article called 10 Flat Stomach Alternatives to Crunches. And I'll put a link to that at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 408. Now, the next thing I recommend is to get elastic resistance bands. Now, although one piece of elastic with or without handles on either end is fine, Having a few different ones with varying levels of resistance can offer you more variety for your exercises, from pulling to pushing to twisting. And you can find out more about how to replace your weights with resistance bands in an article called Tom Brady's TB12 book. Now, the next thing I recommend is to get some free weights. A set of light dumbbells or a light barbell is okay if you're just starting out, but as you get stronger, you are going to want more weight variety. Now, the best space-saving piece of equipment that I have found is the adjustable dumbbell. Now, these allow you to adjust a single dumbbell from 5 pounds to over 50 pounds, and that's without having to have dumbbells scattered all over the room. 
Now, the next piece of equipment that I recommend is a pull-up bar. This is a cheap and discreet piece of exercise equipment that I think everyone ought to have in their home. The pull-up bar is adaptable and effective, and it allows you to use your own body weight to exercise a range of muscle groups in ways that are nearly impossible to fudge without a bar. And believe me, I have tried. Now, the next piece of equipment is the foam roller. Now, these are usually long and cylindrical, but they come in many shapes and sizes and lengths and textures and densities. A foam roller can be used for a warm-up or a cool-down muscle massage or as a balance device or even as a fulcrum for doing variations of crunches and back bridges. And you can find out exactly how to use one in an article called The Many Benefits of Foam Rolling. And my final piece of recommended equipment is a step platform or some yoga blocks. Now, whether you're using these things for cardio, for bodyweight exercises, or plyometric workouts, picking up a sturdy and lightweight adjustable platform will allow you to do certain exercises with ease. And if you want to save some space, a few yoga blocks will do in a pinch, as will a set of stairs or even a sturdy footstool that you don't mind getting sweaty. Now, things like BOSU balls and jump ropes and kettlebells and medicine balls and suspension straps and so on are some small items that you can add every few months or every few years if you decide that you have the space and the need. But I suggest starting minimally and then waiting until you're sure that you need more before you buy more. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. All right, back to the home gym equipment. Now, if you find yourself getting more and more hardcore and you still don't want to invest in a gym membership or you simply don't have access to a gym, well, here are some more expensive, large, and fancy home gym items that you can consider, starting with the squat rack, which is also known as a power cage. This is a versatile piece of equipment for weight training that's designed to allow for free weight workouts using a barbell. And it's not just for squats either, even though it's called a squat rack. You can use the rack for exercises like deadlifts, overhead presses, chest press, cleans, and a variety of other barbell exercises. Which brings me to the next one, which is a barbell and plates. Now this can get pricey, but 
I've seen some sets going cheap on the internet from people who had some good fitness intentions at one time in the past. Now, keep in mind that a true Olympic bar is about seven feet wide, so make sure that you have the room before you make the purchase. Now, the next item is called a battle rope. Now, a battle rope is simply a big, heavy rope with some handles on either end. And you can use this for a variety of upper and lower body exercises, such as waves, circles, sidewinders, rainbows, and any other way you can think of to move a heavy rope. And I'll make sure to link in the show notes to an article about metabolism-boosting workouts that includes some great battle rope workouts. Now, the next piece of fancy equipment is called the power tower. If you don't have or want to make enough room for a full-on power cage, well, you can get this compact option, and you can use it for things like pull-ups, chin-ups, dips, hanging knee raises, and other exercises that you do in any dangling position. And my next piece of advanced equipment is the heavy bag. The primary purpose of a heavy punching bag is to develop power in all of your offensive striking techniques, but a heavy bag can be a great alternative to cardio machines for burning fat while also building some explosive power and speed. And speaking of power and speed, the next machine is the rowing machine. Now with one of these tucked under your bed, you can warm up your body before a workout or you can crank up the resistance and give your back and your shoulders, your quads and your arms a really serious workout. Now if you don't want to make room for a rowing machine, perhaps an indoor bike trainer. Now unlike a stationary bike, an indoor bike trainer allows you to take your normal bike and set it up inside the house. And not only does this allow you to get some cardio when the weather's bad, but the other advantage is that it gives you the option to hop on the bike for some bursts of exercise between your weight training sessions, which is an awesome fitness combo. And my final suggestion for advanced home gym equipment is to get a treadmill, a stationary bike, or an elliptical machine. Now, <laughs> these ones almost seem too obvious to mention, so I just left them for last. But as you probably know, you can log some serious miles on these machines, even when the weather is keeping you cooped up indoors. Or if you want to maximize your entertainment time, you can plop one of these directly in front of the TV and get your sweat on while you also catch up on the latest binge-worthy content. All right, now that you have your home gym all decked out, here are some quick and dirty tips to help you make the most of it. Number one. Make sure to keep a paper towel or dishcloth along with a non-toxic cleaning solution in close proximity to your fitness equipment so you can give them regular wipe downs. Sweat is not only stinky, but it is surprisingly corrosive. So don't let it shorten the lifespan of your gear. Keep it clean. Number two is don't forget to cool down. Just because you can finish your workout and immediately start cleaning the house or making dinner, doesn't mean you should. Cool downs are important, so don't skip it just because your very own shower is calling you. And number three is gather ideas from friends, fitness websites, books, and maybe even my podcasts, and create a solid list of at least five tried and true workouts that you can do with your equipment right there at home. 
If you have something planned out and ready to go, you will be more likely to actually do it. And number four is have a stereo, a computer, or an entertainment system near your home gym. Not only are there some great streaming fitness services these days that you can use to make your routine more fun, but being able to listen to music or a podcast while you're working out can make you more likely to come back to this fine establishment. When I am asked for my secrets to staying fit, especially for a busy working stiff with plenty of hobbies that don't involve pumping iron or running on a treadmill, the best secret that I have to share is to hack your environment. By making exercise and movement as easy and as available as often as possible, you can truly stay as fit as possible without having to dedicate time to the gym. Sure, if you have fitness goals like running a marathon or competing in a Spartan race, well, you're going to need more dedicated exercise time. But my philosophy is that a true workout should be the optional dessert and the movement that you can sneak in when you have time and the gear around the house is where the true exercise meals can be had. Now for more home gym info and tips and to join in the conversation, make sure to join me over at facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy or my own website brockarmstrong.com. Now my name is Brock Armstrong and I am the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go make yourself a home gym. Home gym.